You're listening to a midlife less ordinary, the weekly podcast, giving you the lowdown on becoming a cool older dude. The good times are not a faded memory. It's time to start loving them again. And here are your hosts, Wayne and Trev. Hello and welcome to A Midlife Less Ordinary. My name is Wayne and I have my very own favourite band leader, Trev. Waiting endorser. To say hello. Endorser. endorser. Band endorser. endorser. When you were doing that, yes. it sounded like you weren't going to take a breath. You were like, oh, 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 what's he doing? Can I at least get a couple of minutes into the episode before you start caning my style? Just breathe, man. Just breathe. <sighs> right, ask me what I've been doing. What have you been up to? Nothing. I've had a couple of days off work and I've done nothing. I actually I actually was on the couch like a sick child this morning. I laid there with my <laughs> duvet over me on the couch watching <laughs> films. Excellent. How good is that? It took me back, mate. Yeah, back. yeah. Did you have oh, a bottle of LucasAid with the orange kind no, of crinkly no, paper around yeah, it? Exactly. <laughs> Some people don't think they're ever coming, that paper. Well, that's conspiracy theorists again. It is. That is. Yeah, no, honestly, it was lovely doing that this morning. Just, just laying there, mate. Just sometimes it's good to do nothing. It's not good to do nothing all of the time, is it? But no, no, it is sometimes it. when you've had enough of everything. I'm not saying you have, um, no. but but sometimes <laughs> it's it's just nice to just sit there and empty your mind of everything else. But yeah. whatever you're seeing on that, little I don't even box. turn my phone on to be honest. Yeah, and that's good. Get away from that. Yeah, just leave my phone there, turned off. Because normally when I get up for work. First thing I do, I make my breakfast and stuff like that. I walk in the front room, turn my phone on. Yeah. And sit there. We could all do like, a bit of that, to be honest. And we yeah, will man. we will shortly have this episode we've been promising for a long time, but Christmas is coming, so we've got our Christmas episode. We've got Christmas one, yeah. Straight up. But we will do our Black Mirror kind of social media episode, yeah. I think. I'd love to do that, man. It's yeah, definitely something we should talk quite about. Quite a few opinions on there. I mean, we're all guilty yeah. of overuse yeah, or what you know social media hijinks mm-hmm. but let's talk about the hijinks or low jinks whichever way you want to say but today we have the pleasure of introducing our resident irish blues musician jordan dennis again to yeah, and we've great. got a, a exclusive preview of his new track battle cry which actually isn't released until the first of jan so that's a treat for you follow on from brilliant King track of the as well man loving it loving yeah. that when he sent it to me i was like all over that yeah great stuff. we've been listening to it for the last few days and, and mm-hmm. i'm sure you'll be wanting to tune in on spotify from the first of january to hear it in the full hi-fi experienced and yeah. uh, uh, we're pleased to have jordan so we'll have a few words with jordan and and speak about like what he's been up to since the last mm. time we spoke yeah and, and first Trev- time i've spoke to yeah it? I think everyone I noticed you couldn't be bothered to turn up for his interview last time. Too. I was I was busy on the couch, mate, watching um, Van Damme films. Well, in, in my shorts and my duvet. If it was Scott Adkins, <laughs> I could understand it, but you know Van Damme, he's so nineteen ninety. You know, it doesn't matter, mate. Nostalgia, like we spoke about last week, takes true. Does you good to go back? Yeah, that's, that's true. I can't argue with that, Trev. So. I don't know what you've been up to this week, Trev, but I can tell you what's been going on in the weird world of offbeat news over the AMLO Weekly Wipe. So, Trev, I think that took done quite well last week. People enjoyed the offbeat news rather yeah, than have we got the, the politics. One then today? Well, I think we've got some offbeats today. I've, I mean, nice. We don't want to be talking about Omicron and boosters. I've had enough of no, all that. So, Christ let's get on to so some no. offbeat news, some more important stuff. Yeah. I know that you're into your kind of um, 
reality TV now. And I was wondering if you if you've been oh no that's for another episode. That was not that was on the dark web, Trevor. You're not meant to mention we edit that bit out, it's it's going. Um but we've got I'm a celebrity. Have you been watching that? It's finished. No, I haven't. I didn't even realise it was still on. Well, to be honest, I think this will probably be the last year after how this one's gone down. The calibre of celebrities gone right downhill. Well, there are people like uh, Richard Madeley was in it, one of our dicks of the week, funnily enough. But he for, got thrown for, off it. No, he was he in it for about three days and then he, he made some excuse that he was having some sort of blackout or something and they took him out. And because they took him out, he couldn't be, you know, he hadn't, um, he'd broken the bubble or something. So he got out. He knew ah. that. So he still gets his couple of hundred thousand and a bottle of Prosecco from the co-op that he nicked or whatever. He, he had. But, I, heard, uh, I heard from somebody that it's taking place in a castle. Is this correct? You don't even know. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because he's, they can't go to Australia. So they've been doing it no. in the castle last two years. But I have some news about this, and it's to do oh, with pizza. It's mixed with pizza, and I'm a celebrity. And basically, mm. pizza pizza chain Domino's has pleaded yeah. with fans to stop ordering food for the I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here, castle. The company posted a warning on its social media page after its branch in Ryle, North Wales, received numerous orders to. I don't even pronounce the castle, Grich Castle, addressed to the campmates. Who does that? Who sits there going, oh, poor him, he's eating rice and beans. Let's order him a pepperoni from Domino's and send it there. They're not, are they no, mental? If you were the crew there, you'd love it though, wouldn't you? Uh, and, just boxes and boxes of pizza just turned up. And you'd just be stuffing your guts full of it. Well, funny enough. You know? Uh, this is exactly what the next line says. The production crew working on the show have been receiving and eating the food instead because obviously the, the, the participants of the show are not meant to be eating unless they earn it. And when they do it, <laughs> it's got to be a turkey bollocks or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> How uh, cool is that? That they're sitting there eating like leaves and figs yeah. and the camera crew all tucking <laughs> in at these That have been sent it to must, them. <laughs> it must be so frustrating. <laughs> the smell of it hitting them, like, you know. Tag into, as you say, tag into, eat your donkey balls or we just like eat a meat feast. Great but you are stuff. getting paid a couple of hundred grand to eat monkey balls or whatever it is. Yeah, really. I could do that, mate. In, in video, like monkey ball for that. You do it for nothing. In exactly. video footage, a member of the crew can be heard saying, who keeps ordering these? As a delivery driver hands over four boxes of pizza addressed to Naughty Boy. Uh, Naughty Boy. Boy. That's not Richard Madeley when he's been stealing. No. That's uh, uh, the music producer. Uh, Naughty this Boy. Is the, this is the, ca- the, the calibre of celebrities they've got on there now. Naughty Boy, yeah. He's very naughty. Uh, uh, he's not very famous though is he well he's mixed off he mixed a Beyonce song or something I mean he is quite he? well no right. yeah I mean in that kind, those kind of those kind of Beyonce song once doesn't make me famous <laughs> which one was it what song was it oh I don't know one where she shakes her butt about what one was that <laughs> I think that's all of them Trev isn't it well, yeah. I don't mind watching the videos. Don't like the songs. <laughs> but please, people, if you're watching Big Brother or whatever it is you're watching, I'm a celebrity or Strictly Come Dancing, don't sit there ordering pizza. For, I tell you what you've you also got do. too much money. If you listen to us and you want to send us pizza, yeah. then do it. Send us pizza. <laughs> I mean, really, quite. I love pizza. I'm a, yeah, you're not so, such yeah. a fan, are you? But uh, Oh, no. No, I, I must admit, I have got into it. But, yeah, if they want to send stuff. us it... So now it's not. Industry. Now we're not going to piano no. bars anymore, Trev. With Liberace playing in the background, we're going to Pizza Express for our sort of liaisons. Exactly. Yeah? yeah, liaisons. Yes, the exactly. Amlo Christmas party is now in Pizza Express, and we get the little dough balls as well instead of the monkey balls. Yeah, greasy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> greasy monkey balls. Love it. <laughs> so staying with the offbeat news, my next news item is Travel Lodge. Another one of them famous British brands yeah. has revealed its strangest requests from guests at some of its hotels this year, including ask, asking 
where the Welsh rarebit lives and arranging afternoon tea with pandas. Again, what is wrong with these people? Another asked what time they can see the snake on Snake Pass in Derbyshire, the UK hospitality company said. And one guest in York asked a member of staff to sing in the next room to check he had a quiet room. It's got to be a wind-up. You don't. You turn up at Travel Lodge, you go in there and say, can I just make sure I've got a quiet room? Can you go in there and sing? It's got to be a wind-up. Surely you're going to turn up on Beatles About or something. All they? I can think about is 40 Towers. Yes. Yes. This. That, that, it conjures up image. But honestly, mate, there is, as they say in the TV series, I know it's really got a different connotation, but there is none more queerer than folk. No. No, there is. Honestly, isn't. sometimes you stand there and you just think, well, like, I know I, I'm, I'm quite a weird fella sometimes, I'll admit. But. Honestly, <laughs> and I tell you what, has become. You don't more think apparent. it's just British eccentricity? You think? No, it's... I just think it's British British stupidity. <laughs> I mean, you don't go uh, to travel lodge and ask any. I'm not being funny. When you go to travel lodge, it's cost about fifteen quid. You know, yeah. it's worse than that place we stayed where we stayed with the bloke at a Grange Hill that time, where we paid about hundred <laughs> for that though, didn't we? With no windows in it, but no um, windows, it was worth it for the, the Grange. We haven't great. told that story on here, have we? We should. We should, no, we we should tell that we story. We'll, that. Sa- we'll save that. But basically, we travel. If you leave booking rooms to Trev, you end up in some of the strangest places you can imagine and having having a drink and a game of pool with ex-Grange Hill and music stars. What, and you, casualty. And casualty stars, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's just... And, and London's get, burning. Uh, yeah, and London's burning, yeah. And, and we... John John Orford, isn't it? Yeah, we're talking about it on the Christmas one. But yeah, good. let's save that for the Christmas one. Yeah, that's something that to look forward good. to. That was only that a couple of years ago as well. So it wasn't long ago. It wasn't it was long good. ago, and it was one of the weirdest experiences. Going back to what, what travel lodge, travel lodge. Uh, I, I, I travel to work by the bus now, and I tell you what, some of the conversations I've heard on the bus are unbelievable, and I tell you what, I thought that I was miserable at work. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> It's nothing compared to bus drivers. Oh, yeah. yeah bus drivers are, I'm only on there for 13 minutes. And thank God I have headphones on. But when you actually kind of just greet them with your pass in the morning, they are shocking, mate. Absolutely yeah. shocking. I know they're up early and I know they've got, and it must be a handful if you've got kids and that getting on and that. But Christ Almighty, man. <laughs> These people are miserable. No, I, that is one yeah. job I just wouldn't fancy, even if I was living in Skid Row. It's, it's, no. It is, as you say, shift work. Uh, most people are miserable when they're on there. You have to collect money, check passes. You're doing yeah. a lot of work for about 28 grand a year or so. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it is, it is, it's awful. It is real, and and I, yeah. I do kind of have pity with them, but, mm. you know, there are other jobs available. Um, well, there's no reason not to at least crack a smile now and again. Well, you, could, you know, sense. they say it's a cliche, but, you know, if you smile, it make it actually makes yourself feel when better. you're smiling, yeah, when you're smiling, <laughs> smile <laughs> the whole world. Smile world goes for you. <laughs> Smile. No, honestly, yeah. um, but honestly, going back to that trip, people talk some really weird stuff, honestly, <laughs> and you just think, so I can understand where those kind of things come from. Well, it's, I, I, I really can't get I mean, they say these are true stories. As Travel Lodge spokeswoman mm. Shaquilla Ahmed said the company had experienced a surge in bookings across its 582 hotels in the UK. 
following the lifting of all COVID-19 restrictions. On the bizarre requests, she said, with more Britons holidaying on British shores than ever, our hotel teams have also received a high volume of interesting requests, especially around place names, local dishes, customs, traditions across the British regions. Where possible, our hotel team will go above and beyond to help customers. No, that is not true. You're talking about Travel Lodge here. This See, is, what I'm going to do this is now not is I'm gonna, next room Next room we book for a gig it's or something. Travel Lodge. Gotta be Travel Lodge. And yeah. I'm going to ask for a monkey in my bathroom. Yeah, exactly. Well, this one to do. There are yeah. some requests beyond their control, such as arranging afternoon tea with pandas, getting a shooting star to appear at ten p. As if that's real. Can you get a shooting star to appear? That person must have been on serious medication. Right. Seriously, that's what he was on. Can you get me a part in Emmerdale? And getting seagulls to sing instead of squawk. I mean, I'm not being funny. That is the same person who was seriously coked up to their eyeballs and off their face on white lightning. There is no way that that's genuine. Oh, God. Seems like a good, pretty good place to be. It, nice yeah, place. we should definitely look, book in there soon. Yeah, um, honestly, that, that's going to be my request. It, it will my be your hotel of choice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, be the soap. And this, this is a story just for you, the, our third and final story of the week, Trev. And yeah. you've heard similar stories to this in the past, I'm sure. Mm. But a man has shared photos of a Christ-like figure suspended from a tangerine, if it, as if hanging on the cross. Jesus what? often appears suspended. in bread and a frying pan. Have you seen these yeah. ones? In the, you coffee, seen top of coffee. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you see yeah. them in the, the, the sort of mm. the sprinkles or whatever, mm. uh, and other household objects in the past, but hasn't popped up much recently. <laughs> Perhaps a symptom of the Earth's materialism and greed. Oh, so he appears in bread and and fruit when when things are all going well and when things are sh- crap he just basically f- pisses off and doesn't Gets bother on us. why would he appear in bread i mean apart if he appeared in bread the liverpool okay the granddad backbone of our family the tv series i could kind of understand it it's his new fucking do you remember that before go back to yeah i remember that i actually saw him the other day which was distressing <laughs> but going back to it why he's appeared in a tangerine yeah yeah nursing home supervisor jean guglielmi noticed the unusual image during a work break in New Jersey. He took photos showing how Jesus is linked to two citrus segments, which may or may not signify the unity of the Holy Trinity. No, it signifies that you have a seriously sad life, mate, and you need to get out more. That's what exactly. it signifies, isn't it? <laughs> what, what, nice. Who comes up with this? I thought the Sunday sport had gone now. I mean, that was only good for the jugs, wasn't it? No, I always thought it was a bit... Do you remember you used to lay in the park when you were a kid and watch the clouds? Yes. And you'd, pre- you'd, you'd pretend you'd see whatever. Um, one of the only good things with sort of that, it makes me think of that Simpsons where they look up at the sky for some reason. I think it's the one where Lisa plays the saxophone with Bleeding Gunsmurph, Bleeding Gunsmurph. Yes. And as she looks up, they've got Beethoven and Jimi Hendrix. They're playing <laughs> air, air soccer, which is brilliant. Air hockey. Good game, <laughs> Hendrix. But yeah, yeah, but even then you felt like a bit of a nutter looking up in the skies and looking at clouds and thinking, oh, that one looks like the Millennium Falcon. But why would he study these tangerine that closely? That's what I mean. Well, any of these things, Trev, why, any of these things where they think Christ appears, I mean, for a start, I think you have to obviously be... Uh, probably Religious. a Catholic. Yeah, you have yeah. to be a Catholic because... <laughs> that does uh, help. Yeah, it helps. 
Uh, and mm. secondly, why would you even be staring at your tangerine? You know what I mean? I mean, uh, I mean, you're not being funny. You know, if you stare at something long enough, you can make anything manifest itself. Honestly, can't you? you could. You can. Yeah. I, yes. Exactly. Does that go? Into Apart from Heather Locklear in her TJ Hooker days, I've been trying for that one for a few weeks now. Just can't get it to appear. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Heather Locklear. What was she in the other day that I was watching? And I was like. Right, oh, I don't say the lock, yeah. But yeah, no, you're right. I think if you, it's not the thing is if you wish hard enough, you don't get it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. These people you aren't know, trying hard enough. So no. there we go. There's the most important news of the week. Forget all your yeah. Omicron's booster jabs yeah. and everything else. Boris, Jesus has been Boris seen in a, tangerine. in a tangerine. And coming up very soon, you'll find him in a pack of after eights. That's what's going to happen. Oh, it's heroes. You'll break up your Christmas pudding and Joseph will fall out of it. <laughs> I'll you tell go. you what, for That's the Christmas one next week, Trev, just off topic a little bit, but for the Christmas one, I think we should have a little battle of the chocolates at Christmas next week. Definitely, man. Uh, I'm Definitely. actually going to get some and we're going to eat them on air. Not that people yeah, don't see it, but we'll we'll Very taste good, them yeah. and then we'll battle Russell. it out because I know your taste will be totally different to mine uh, yeah. and we'll, we'll argue our case. Mine will be right and yours will be shit. That's what you're oh, Matt, you, you're, this is the man <laughs> who only, only doesn't like, you know, I'm, I'm the man of all sorts, not literally all sorts, but, you know, I, I like a bit of everything. So uh, let's, uh, variety is the spice of life. Let's, let's have a battle yeah. on and we'll do the, we'll do some biscuits for the Christmas biscuits of the week. We'll do, yeah, we'll do chocolate choices for Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we'll we'll think of another one for that as well. So yeah, people exactly. can be informed of their Christmas eating What about choices. drinkies? We could get some like, oh, yeah, little just, miniatures. Well, you, you're yeah. basically just going to go through everything. Get and I'll pissed. just go, yeah, I'll have that. I'll, yeah, let's in have a, that. Let's in have other that. words, we're going to get pissed, yes. fatter, and feel sick. Let's do that, actually. Let's get some yeah. drink. That's what we're yeah. going to do. We're going to get pissed live on AMLO recording time. And we're going to try out the drinks and tell everyone how good they are. How good they are. Yeah, that okay, sounds good with that. So we've got drink, chocolate and biscuits louder. Cool, look at that. I've even managed to plan during recording this week's episode, the Christmas edition of AMLO's podcast brilliant <laughs> so that, that that's yeah. the end of the um weekly wipe and uh, i've forgotten what we're even doing now and i think now trev will go straight into the uh amlo stream review of the week and see what you've been up to Trev, hit me with it. What have you been watching? Hit you with it. Right. <laughs> um, serious stuff now. Serious medieval drama. Um, Ridley Scott's The Last Jewel. Yes. Um, very well made film. Um, Matt Damon. Adam Driver. Yes. Is that his name? First name? Adam Driver. Very the one, uh, uh, the one who plays um, Thingy Bob in Star Wars. Uh, Kylo Ren. Yes. Yes, him. Very good. Um Looks great. A lot of other English actors in it. Um, and Ben Affleck's in it in a very strange role, which he's quite miscast, but he gets away with it. Very good. If you like medieval, if you like kind of gladiator set in a medieval style, it's not amazing, but it's very good. Um, yeah, if you're a serious film buff, you like your stuff, you like it to Is it look better than good. his Robin Hood? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah, similar kind of vibe. Yeah. Dirty, muddy, kind of, you know. Um, the battle scenes in it are great. Um, the actual duel in it at the end is very, very good. Basically, it's a story of like a, a 
it's a basically a love triangle where the, the the woman in it is says something goes on and blah blah. Yeah, very good. Check it out. It's on Disney. It's on Disney. Uh, stars. Is it stars? That's that's the adult. You can bit get of that Disney, through Prime, it? can't you? Or so. I don't it? know, but yeah, I think it's on. But yeah, very good. Yeah, very good. Can't knock that at all. Okay, we'll look out for that. I say. I mean, not being funny, some of his films might not hit the mark completely, but you do know what you're going to get with a Ridley Scott movie, don't you? Yeah. I tell you, the only thing I will say is, uh, like all films like that, the accents are pretty bad. Oh dear, you've got Jason Statham trying to talk American or something. <laughs> I'll get onto that one next. <laughs> oh yeah good point yeah yeah so uh, nice link that so i'm sticking with christmas again this year trip uh, this year yeah this week sorry we're having christmas <laughs> but uh you might have seen this already it's 2018 i think it was for netflix uh it's the stephen merchant there's, a, there's a, something going on with stephen merchant because i keep banging on about him but i think you like him i do you? i do like him and i tell you he, he likes say, all men I, all men is that your well, thing you know men? they're all right you know they, they yeah. do they do the job they can you know get, they, the they can clean your corners without getting the step ladders out it's always useful <laughs> um but he, you know i just find him just terribly funny and I like yeah, his I sense like of humour like um, and basically it's click and collect it's a wholesome holiday comedy special where two people go on a road trip the grouchy guy in this case is played by Stephen Merchant it's Andrew softens and learns to love his annoying neighbour Dev and we find out why Dev is annoying there are beats where they're sidelined and they rally to recover there's a disagreement that almost derails the friendship they've <laughs> built um they make the most of the material they get in this this show, and it's 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 typical. You know what to expect. Stephen Merchant's quick yeah, witted under his breath, uh, slagging off the other guy who's brash and everything. Loves Christmas. It's it's, it's a mixture of sort of deck the halls going on, which I've spoke about yeah. before. A wonderful, it's a wonderful life. Sort yeah, of there's screwed, all the vibes in you know, it. Jingle all the way. It's only on yeah. for fifty odd, fifty five minutes or something like that. But mm-hmm. he's got a real feel good thing. I watched it. I've watched it two nights in a row, and then watched it again uh, because I wanted to show everyone that because. I I didn't know it existed and when i find things with Stephen merchant i just, I just find them hilarious you say if you if yeah. you want a good treat and you haven't seen the film before and i think we might have mentioned it it's that i give it a year the movie where that's good he's, he's very good he, in that. he does a speech in it yeah. at a wedding as a best man and it's one of the mm. funny it has means stitches it's just every it time good, it's just uh, horrible yeah. and crass and you, it makes yeah, you, you really cringe. cringeable yeah but, I love uh, that if you want something really nice to watch and again this is safe to watch with your granny but it's good good for any age group but it has got some good dark humor in it click and yeah. collect and that's on Amazon Prime at the moment. Nice. So, uh, right, my second one is on Amazon Prime, and it's like their big release, um, Wrath of Man. Yes, we've seen Which this, has got yeah. Jason Statham in it. Uh, it's a Guy Ritchie movie as well. Um, yeah, ever so good. Um, this is the second time I've watched it. Um, yeah, it, what I like about it is it's got a quite 70s feel to it. He's managed, Guy Ritchie's managed to kind of adapt a kind of 70s storyline, like like um, Villain, the Richard Burton movie, or maybe like The Long Good Friday. Yes. You know, those kind of... I see uh, that. Statham is just playing a real proper... He's playing himself. He's actually... <laughs> the thing is, they've actually got the costumes right as well, because he's always wearing like a kind of moddy cardigan or a harrington or you know they've really yeah. made him really english he probably his own clothes i would have thought <laughs> um basically it's like a revenge flick um there's a couple of dudes uh, you'll recognize in it um there's a dude that really looks like wayne in it which i found quite comical <laughs> when i was watching it um uh yeah yeah very good um yeah quite bloody um some quite different ways of doing stuff in it um 
Yeah, yeah, I'd definitely, yeah, definitely go for that. Um, yeah, definitely a Guy Ritchie and Jason Statham collaboration that's uh, oh, beats their, their last um, I think efforts. If I put it like this, it's not as cool as Heat. No. And it's not as tacky as Den of Thieves. It's right in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Actually, is. don't be fooled by the first half hour because you think, well, this is, you've seen all this before. Once it actually unfolds, it's a lot better than you think it is. And don't be put yeah. off by Guy Ritchie having wrote and directed that awful King Arthur thing that was out about oh, you. Oh, no. Oh, okay. this, this one's a total, he must have really, actually, sometimes you need that kind of movie to come back to what you're good at. And that, yeah. and I yeah. think this is it. It really yeah, is. I'll tell you what, watching. though, one, the other quick thing I thought about it is it's very made for the American art. Uh, yeah, audience. It is. It is totally. There is yeah. like embrace the Britishness, Yanks. Yes. Here it is. That's what that's where I feel on me. But it is good, I must admit. Def- yeah, def- both def- definitely worth watching. Good. You'll enjoy that for you. Yeah. Saturday night flick for sure. Because you won't be able to be going yeah. to the cinema now. You've got to dress up like Darth Vader in your mask <laughs> to watch a film. Uh, that's no. my that's my Spider Man on Christmas Eve messed up because I ain't gonna go and watch that now. That's a shame there. Yeah, looks crap anyway. Well, to be fair, it does, but I still want to see it. <laughs> yeah. Um, my second movie choice of the week is The Unforgivable. I keep saying Unforgiven, and it's one of my favourite movies. Yeah. It's definitely not that. But it's The Unforgivable starring Sandra Bullock. It basically, the plot is Ruth Slater, a woman released from prison after serving a sentence for a violent crime, attempts to re-enter society. She must try and put her life back together again in a world that refuses to re- forgive her past. So basically, she 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 killed a cop in the past, or it appears she killed a cop. That's not a hint or anything. Don't, don't uh. be rude. Uh, it appears she killed a cop <laughs> in the past. Well, and I've, I was getting confused. I thought it was a daughter, but it appears it's her sister. Well, she's trying to hold on to her sister. They're trying to take her off of her. And she's, I think uh, she's being evicted from her house. And, oh, um, right. and, Sounds like quite a happy movie. Oh, yeah, no, it isn't. And funny enough, Sandra Bullock, I mean, she does a great job at depicting a hard-edged ex-con trying to get her life ably back. Uh, yeah. But, she looks like, I don't know if they've made her up like this or just not put makeup on her. She looks bloody rough. Uh, mm. I mean, and, and obviously the part calls for that. But I'm not sure yeah. if this is a real morning look or if it's just that they've made her look that way. But it's a far cry from the days where I, she was the best reason, reason to watch Speed in 1992 or whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? It's strange enough, uh, I watched that the other day. It's a good film that, Jim. Yeah, yeah. And she, I, know, yeah. I, I know it's not your sort, but I used to think, and Demolition Man, I thought she was good in that. Yeah, Demolition Man's good. Yeah, yeah it's a good film. They're good. making a second one, aren't they? But, what? Uh, I think they are doing another one of Demolition Man. Wesley Snipes impersonated a pint of Guinness in there. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be careful where you depicted that. But uh, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, no, but it's true. It is true. But yeah, it's it's a good film. It's it's it's, it's one of the sort of hard comedies. She's been, you know, you see her in a lot of comedies, but she can, she's capable of doing a good role like this. Yeah, um, yeah, she's good actress. And, and to be honest, it has a little bit of twist at the end. Definitely worth a watch if you enjoy them kind of dramas. I'd give it yeah, a good solid seven out of ten, to be honest. So yeah, there you go. There you some go. great recommendations there. You I'm going to say we did well, didn't we? We did well. Anything you can tell we've actually took time in watching these and actually <laughs> reflecting on <laughs> yeah. them, Trev, haven't we? Yeah, did, didn't watch ten minutes and start pissing about on your phone like I normally do. Yeah, which, watch, yeah, so. I'm guilty of that as well. Yeah. We, we will talk about that at some point. Yeah, so yeah, there's will. our movie rest- movie streams of the week. I think now what we'll do is we'll. Uh, what we've been looking forward to all night is get Jordan on to talk about his new yeah. track and what he's been up to. So Jordan Dennis, go and check him out. King of the strings. Jordan, thank you for joining us today. So since you last spoke to me uh, and you've got Trev here today, he's actually bothered yeah, to turn up. Yeah, I actually spoke, speak to Jordan this time, which is great. <laughs> I actually decided to get on the mic for a change. He's been looking forward to hey, it. Lads. So Jordan, what have you been up to since last time we spoke? 
Uh, I've just been, um, I've, I think the last time I spoke there was just after September. Um, I've been gigging. I've just been keeping busy gigging. Oh. Uh, most weekends, Brilliant. most weekends, gigging and writing and in the studio recording. And since uh, the last time we spoke, um, the debut single has been released. I've, uh, I've, I've got the second single now coming out on January 1st. So I suppose uh, just the last while I've been out gigging and uh, writing and recording and uh, putting together a, a plan for this upcoming debut EP now, early Brilliant, 2022. So we've, How's the gigs going, Jordan? Yeah, as I as I was saying to uh, Wayne last time, it's a very strange time to be gigging, especially uh, launching yourself as a as an original artist songwriter with yeah. this pandemic that's going on. It's just you know because, because things are so uncertain and venues are are opening and they're closing and yeah. But it's just been you know it's been a it's been a learning experience. But I've just been as I said as well before. Um, I've been taking the gigs where and when I can take where and yeah. when I can get them. Any yeah. opportunity to to showcase the songs for the upcoming mm. uh, EP. and that's been going well there. I, I did a gig there. Was it Sunday? Was my last gig, and that was my tenth gig now since August. So all things considered, that's it's good, been man. going well. Seen yeah, some of the photos, Jordan, of the of the gigs you've been doing. It looks like people are enjoying King of the Strings on the Road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's um it's. Like I, I'm based, I'm originally from Dublin, but I'm based up here in Castle Blaney and that's where I do my recording and that's where I, at the minute now, that's where I've been doing most of my gigging and, and showcasing the music and Leon you know, Blaney would be quite known for its uh, love of music, particularly country music, uh, country and western music. So it's kind of like, but a lot of that's quite clean cut. So it's, as someone said to me, it's like the, it's like, as I said, a neo-Western, but it's like that country-Western and um, a castle yeah, so, known for so you're, a you're bit more of, edge. So when, when do you play, mate? Do they line dance and stuff? Are you there? <laughs> uh, I have had, actually, you know, I have had uh, a few women uh, line really? dance. Yeah. Well, Trev's a big fan of the Mavericks he did, for that reason. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> man. Yeah, yeah. Before the pandemic, it used to be a thing up here every Wednesday at the Glencairn Hotel. You'd have you'd have line dance. And it's really? Big business. My parents yeah. did it. Yeah, I've never actually done it. I think I'm going to have to get Just give that. it a couple of years, Trev. Just give it a couple of years. Yeah, it won't be yeah. long, man. won't be long. So, won't be long. So, so, Jordan, you've kindly given us access or early access to your new your new single, Battle Cry. Yeah, you, appreciate you? that. Really do, Jordan. It's the really new kind track of off the EP to follow King of the Strings. Tell us a bit about the song, uh, how you've conceived it, and, uh, and, and what it's all about, please. Well, um, let me see here now. Battle Cry... Um, Battle Cry. I start write, I started writing Battle Cry in uh, January um, of 2021, and it just kind of came about. I was I was playing around on the guitar, and uh, just kind of came about with a riff originally. And then you know, as I was going about my business, going about my day, the riff was stuck in my head. So I says, "Well, that's a good thing." You know, it's I suppose it's it's catchy. Um, and just then, in, ter- in terms of, like wanting them to turn that riff, uh, you know, to to evolve that maybe into something a bit more like a song. Uh, at that particular time, I think like a lot of people, I was feeling very angry uh, mm. with the state of the world. And, with the, and what I mean by that is with the, with the pandemic, with all the restrictions and lockdowns and the isolation and just the, to all, all, all the the stress of all that, I was feeling pretty angry. And You can hear just, that in it. Yeah. You yeah. Well, it just comes across like that. Right? I, I wanted to channel that energy into a song. And so that's yeah, that. uh, that's yeah. when I, when I uh, sat down there with the pen and paper and and. Uh, sketched out battle cry and at the time as well at the time as well um 
you know, uh, I was reading uh, a book at the time uh, about uh, Native American history. And I was reading a chapter uh, about something called the Indian Removal Act. And it was just about basically, you know, Native Americans being uh, taken off their land and be forced off their land by, you know, like a newly established government. And I just thought, you know, that, that because I was reading that at the time as well, that kind of stuck in my mind as maybe a nice, a, a good story to tell. Yeah, that's cool. And paired up with the, uh, with the, with I suppose the anger I was putting mm. into the song. It just that's that's where the inspiration came from. Some bloody that, English uh, again, Jordan. Some bloody English yeah. people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listening to it, Jordan, when you sent it to me, I, I, I listened to it quite a bit, and I, I really got a kind of feeling of sort of Gary Moore, kind of the out in the fields kind of world frontier sound. Mm. You know, um, yeah, that was the first thing that hit me by it. It really did. It kind of had that kind of. Yeah, the anger does come out in it. I think that is apparent, but not kind of in a positive way, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, yeah, stand well, up for what you want. Let's go for this. Mm. It's not, you know, not, not sit around start, and let's go for it. establish a sound of your own, Jordan. I think this, you know, one of the aspects, you know, you've got quite a distinctive sound, haven't you, Trev? You definitely. Know, yeah, um, definitely. I think that comes across. Is there going to be um, more singles from this uh, EP, Jordan? Yeah, there's going to be, um, there's going to be, four. so the EP is, come on, the, the plan now is, um, the, the first single is released in September, the second single is coming out now, Battle Cry, January 1st. Uh, February, we'll see the third single, and then the fourth single will be out in March. And the idea then is for that, when it become, when the fourth single is released, that will conclude the EP online, that will, that will be a compilation playlist, which will be the debut EP, but um, in terms of like uh, actual merchandise, when it's printed, it'll be the four tracks on the one uh, CD or vinyl. So all to, all in all, there's going to be four tracks Fantastic. on the debut EP. And when Brilliant. can people listen Brilliant. to Spotify and the full hi-fi experience, Jordan? When is it out for release on Spotify? Um, well, it's going to be out uh, officially on, on my Spotify channel um, on, for, on January 1st, 2022. But you guys will be playing it, I believe, beforehand so if people want to tune in and <laughs> you've kindly yes, agreed exactly. for us to be previewing it from from yeah, well from today nice. if you're listening yeah. to it on on sunday then the uh yes 19th yeah. of december yeah so yes. you get an exclusive preview in mono so, so remember a nice, little, a nice little christmas present. nice little christmas gift from jordan to us yeah. and to yeah. you yeah, exactly, <laughs> we can pass it along <laughs> So Jordan, so we're looking forward to so stay listening to listen to Jordan's new track Battle Cry. Jordan, yep. tell us what you're up to for Christmas this year. Well, Christmas this year, um, I'm just I, I think all things considered, I'm having a low-key Christmas. Me and the missus are having a low-key Christmas, but uh keeping busy, you know, keeping busy uh, in the studio recording now this third track. And I've another two gigs now before the end of the year. So Jan, uh, Jan, January 1st, when the single comes out the night before, on the 31st New Year's Eve, I'll be gigging, and that'll also be a launch party for this uh, second single. So that's going to okay. coincide nicely. So starting now, ending this year, uh, and starting off the new year on the best foot forward, I suppose. Brilliant. Yeah, fantastic, Jordan. We really appreciate you giving us yeah, that. Yeah, thanks for coming to, on. It's a pleasure to, to talk to you eventually, mate. really is. Thanks very much for having me on the show, uh, Wayne and Tres. Really appreciate no it. No problem, man. Have a wonderful Christmas to you and your family, yeah, Jordan. Yeah, enjoy it. A new year, And man. Uh, yeah. best of luck with the with the EP and Battle Cry. I'm sure you don't need it, to be honest, but it's, it's going to be great. No, you don't. No, it's too good. It's too good. That's what it is. Thanks, Jordan. Thanks very Here's much, Fred and Wayne. Two tears and a holy fright. Come 
Watching from the hills on high Dog soldiers iron horses ride The fires burn against the black of night The ghosts they sound and the bullets fly The motors run and the children hide Sons fight and die To the air of the battle cry Really nice to speak to Jordan again, and was it? I suppose it was nice for you for talk to him for the first Definitely, time. Man. He's impressed, yeah, what, what a very good old boy, real nice fella, working hard out there, mate. Playing gigs around Ireland at the moment. I'm looking for him coming over to London. New single's brilliant, as I said, had a sort of Gary Moore kind of feel to it. Um, yeah, he's a young guy that's really doing something out of his age group, really. I would have thought, but to be honest, going to a lot of gigs with this sort of blues, hard rock stuff. You normally find a lot of the older guys, <laughs> it sounds awful, take to a lot of younger guys. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> I, like, I don't know what I think about these undertones of kind of Jimmy Savileness going on. Jimmy Savileness. <laughs> no, well, no, they do, though. I think there's like, the, oh, he's, he's one of us. He's grown up the right way, listening to the right music. And definitely Jordan's obviously, obviously done that. Um, but, yeah, it's a great single. Um, I'm looking forward to the other two. Can't wait for the whole EP to be released. Um, yeah, brilliant, brilliant, yeah. really good single. Very. hope you enjoyed it, everyone. 
Yeah. And uh, we look forward to what Jordan's doing in the future. Good luck. Yeah. So, Trev, that's another episode done for this week. Looking forward to the Christmas special. We've already set out all the terms of it. So, nothing to live up to now. By the time it comes to next week, we'll probably both feel so grim we won't want to do any of it. Eat chocolates. (laughs) I mean, it sounds wonderful, doesn't it? Eat loads of chocolate. Uh, drink loads of weird drinks and talk about it while yeah. recording, but uh, yeah. we'll see how we feel. But I, I think yeah. that's a good outline for a script there to get us in the mood for Christmas. Definitely, man. So, I'll be all over there. As usual, if you like what you heard, please go to amlopodcast.com. If you want us to do anything specific for Christmas, if you want a shout out for anyone, send us a message. We'll, we'll be happy to do that for you. And any yeah, Christmas wishes, any any anything Christmassy you think you, you would be a good idea for us to put on the show next week, give us a shout. Uh, yeah. We won't be recording for another couple of days, so you've got a couple of days to get onto it. And yeah. uh, leave us a review if you don't mind, and uh, we'll see yeah. you on the next one. Trev, thanks very much for your time. That's as right. always, That's it's a right. Looking forward to Christmas video, mate. Looking forward, yeah, to, looking forward to it. See you all soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please leave a rating and review and visit our website at www.amlopodcast.com to check out all the links and resources in the show notes. Start living them good times. See you next time.